Every night, my brain relives the tragic horror all over again. My parents laughing in the front seat. My little brother sitting next to me, pestering me. We were all going out to celebrate my 18th birthday. It all happened so fast. The headlights seemed to come from nowhere, smashing into my family's car, killing all but one. Me. The reoccurring nightmares haven't stopped since that night. I don't remember much after the paramedics cut me out of the car. For some reason, I was the last one they pulled out, even though I was the only one still living. All I remember is being rescued, and then waking up back at my home. I haven't left the house since. The thought alone terrifies me. I live alone in the two-story house, and the silence is deafening at times. Although, part of me believes that my family still haunts me. Sometimes, I'll wake up to the sound of footsteps or a bedroom light will be on. Sometimes I go to my parents' room and a pair of my dad's socks will be laid out on the dresser, like he used to do the night before his work day the next morning. I miss my family terribly. Everything's been so different since they left me. The world has seemed darker, like a mostly transparent shade has been pulled over the sun, I struggle to cling on to all the memories, but the more I live on without them, the more my mind seems to forget. All of their voices that used to be so recognizable are now hard to remember. Although sometimes I swear I can hear my mother's laugh, so distant yet so sweet. There's times that I catch a whiff of my father's cologne, or I hear the sound of my baby brother's toys in his bedroom. The nightmares are almost identical, except for one thing. I've started to notice a black shadow in the shape of a man, but much larger. Every night, it gets closer to me. Last night, it was standing right outside of the car in my dream, Tonight, as I get ready for bed, I fear what might happen. I pull the covers back and slide into bed. It's okay. They're only dreams. It can't harm me in real life, I say out loud, trying to convince myself that it's true. I roll on to my side, feeling the bed adjust to the weight of my body on it. I start to drift off to sleep, slowly. So far... Everything is normal. Mother and father in the front seat, laughing. Little brother beside me. Except for one thing. He's not pestering me. He's staring directly in front of him and pointing his finger at something and whispering, but I can't quite make out what he is saying. I focused so hard on him that I didn't realize that my parents had stopped laughing, too. The headlights come and the crash happens again. I lay in the car and look over at my lifeless brother. His body is limp and bloody, just like when it actually happened. 
except he's still whispering. I try to inch my head closer to him, to hear what he is saying. As soon as I do, his head whips around fast and he stares at me. His face is bloody, so unrecognizable. His eyes are red, and his face morphs into something angry, something evil. Let it go! He yells in a voice that is not my brother's. It's deep and demonic sounding. I bolt upright in my bed, cold sweat pouring from my skin. Let it go, I think. Let what go? I wipe the sweat from my forehead and rub my eyes. When I open them again, I notice the black shadow standing at the end of my bed, just staring at me. I feel my body start to tense, and a cold chill goes down my spine. Let it go, the shadow says, but this time the voice is soft and soothing. I don't remember getting out of my bed, but all of a sudden, I'm standing in my living room. I must still be dreaming because in front of me are my parents and my little brother, all sitting on the couch. My little brother is crying while my parents try to comfort him. I notice the shadow standing in the corner of the room. My brother sniffles and tells my parents about his dream that he had. I I had a dream about her, he says, as if he was afraid to speak my name. We were all driving to her birthday celebration, just like the night on the accident. I kept trying to talk to her, but she wouldn't answer me. She looked scared, like she knew it was going to happen. Then when we crashed, I saw a black shadow outside of the car. It reached in and it pulled her away. He shed another tear as my mother hugged him. It's okay, it was just a dream, she said. Your sister's been dead since that night. It was just a scary dream. It didn't mean anything. My breath went shallow, and I felt a lump form in my throat. What did she mean that I've been dead since that night? I'm not dead. They are. As if reading my mind, the black shadow spoke. You died that night, my child. You've been stuck in between. It's time to let go of your life. It's time to come with me to the afterlife. My head was spinning, and my palms felt sweaty. I looked down at my hands, noticing that I was beginning to become transparent. No, that's not possible, I said. Is it? I began to think hard, my thoughts spinning around in my head like a whirlwind of anxiety. I was the last one they cut out of the car. There was missing time where I just appeared back in my home. The sound of my brother's toys, the socks, the footsteps, and my father's cologne. It all started to make sense. My family didn't die that night. I did. The shadow began to approach me, turning white. That's right, my child. It is time for you to come with me. 
The shadow reached down and took my hand. I took one last look at my family. I love you all so much, I whispered as I began to walk with the shadow. We began to walk downward, and before I could ask where we were going, I looked up at the shadow's face. Deep red eyes peered back at me with an evil smile on its face. It was the same evil face that I had seen on my brother. My blood ran cold as a demonic voice erupted from it. We are going home, my child. So this was The Nightmares, submitted directly to me by Courtney Warren. Courtney, thank you so very much for sending this my way. This story was really, really fun. Um, I liked it. I liked that throughout the story, it it was kind of predictable, but at the same time subverted its own expectations, with the family being the ones that died and her being the one alive at the beginning, at least from the perspective of the non-dependable narrator. It was, I, I like how, it's, how it flipped. Like I said, I kind of saw it coming, but at the same time, did not see that ending. So, you absolutely subverted expectations by following through with the expectations of the listener, or the reader in my case, and then absolutely subverted it by coming out of left field with that ending. So thank you so very much, Courtney. Really, really, really liked this story. I, yeah, quite enjoyed it. So thank you again. Um, if you all enjoyed it, please do hit that thumbs up button. Let Courtney know what you thought in the comments down below. Always appreciated. Constructive criticism and feedback is an amazing thing for authors. And yeah, I know I would appreciate it if I wrote this story. So anyways, uh, huge thank you again for submitting it. Huge thank you to everyone that listens, who has a thumbs up button. Subscribe to this channel if you're new. We've had a pretty decent influx of subscribers lately, which is amazing. Hopefully that keeps up. So anyways, yeah. <laughs> I love you all. I hope I'll see you on the next video. But of course, until then, beautiful, beautiful people, sleep well.